Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 1252 of the Lockdown Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland, coming to you on a Thursday evening into Friday. Thank you for joining us, as always, on the podcast. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and across the podcast platform of your, of your choice. Today's show is actually at part two, so stop right now. If you missed part one, I talked to Ben Pfeiffer, who's very smart in the NBA draft. That should be in your feed right now. This is part two that you're about to listen to. It's definitely better to listen to it in chronological order, so check that out. Part one is available right now at the same time as part two. Check that out for sure. But in general, NBA draft talk with myself and Ben talking about all kinds of stuff from the top of the draft to the middle of the draft to the Hawks options, second round picks, sleepers, his favorite players, etc. All that is in one place. But again, part one is already on the feed. This is part two that you're about to listen to. And after the intro, I'll be back with myself and Ben Pfeiffer on the NBA draft. You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day. I feel like I'm asking everybody this, but do you have a Pat Baldwin take? Yeah, I do. Um, (laughs) I probably (laughs) lean like more pro Pat Baldwin than consensus for sure, but like maybe more anti than like some of my draft Twitter friends. Like, I. I don't know. Like, I I don't know what to do with him. Like, <laughs> no one the, does. Like this fair. year was obviously so weird. Like the context was so strange, and like there was the he he dealt with injuries for a lot of it. Um, like it's like hard for me to like shake him. Like really struggling at times to like create advantages and like look dominant against like right like that level of competition. Like like the shot making versatility was was, was always going to be awesome. Um, and the flashes were great. And he didn't really have trouble getting his shots off. But in terms of, like, dribbling at times um, and, like, like just, like, making plays on the ball, like, God, like, I, it's hard for me not – like, I feel like – I like, people tell me I shouldn't be this concerned. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that is really bad competition. Like, very. I, I think, like, the struggles were pretty significant. Um, defensively, I actually thought he did, he did good things. Like, I, I thought he was, like – a better defender than I honestly expected. Like, again, competition, but like, well, and he's super long. I mean, that, the thing is, he t- he tested so bad. Yeah, he's huge, but like, but he's huge. Yeah, he's six ten plus, almost seven two wingspan. But like, didn't he have like a legendarily bad vertical or something? Like, I can't yeah, I, I don't remember what the, what the number was, but it was like in the mid twenties. It was it was, was, was twenty six. Yeah, um, that's bad. Which like I can't be bothered to care that much about a combine <laughs> vertical. It's no. Not- it's about like the most like out game testing you get because like when when are you ever gonna get like that level of you know, time to jump in the in, in in a basketball game you're just not I mean I don't think that's unfair of his of his of his athletic limitations like he is like coming off an injury and, like that's never his game like the thing with with Baldwin was always like he is like enormous and an unbelievable shooter yeah um, and I don't think that has gone away so. I think he's like still a very good prospect. Um, not like a top five or seven guy that I had in preseason, but I definitely think. But, but, but a first rounder in your mind still. I think he could be worth a top twenty pick for sure. Yeah, because because like, you know, there's the people now that are out on him are like way out, like right. can't take like, him in the first round. If the Hawks took him at like sixteen, I don't think it'll be bad. Yeah, I tend to buy it a little bit more than most people do do as well. It is a situation though where you got to know you're taking a bit of a risk because yeah. like. Especially early on, I can't imagine him being any good as a rookie. Like 
after what after what it looks like this year. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to yeah. have some work to do. He's like he's going to be able to guy. shoot probably, but otherwise, yeah, there's going to be growing pains. I, yeah. I kind of see him like I saw like Zaire last year. They're, they're very different players, but like like similar, uh, you know, terrible freshman yeah. season. For yeah, but it's like if you are like. If, like if you are like in, you will be very in, and if you are out, you will think he's like a non NBA player. And I think both were like, um, like reasonable, semi reasonable, you know, reasonable <laughs> to have. Well, yeah, um, and it's it just as a sidebar, I would I would have lost a bet on Zaire Williams playing playoff rotation minutes this year. Oh, like, absolutely, me too. And I, and um, I liked him too, but like, and even then, it is worth saying. Him playing doesn't mean he was like he was still not very good as a rookie. Like his numbers, his numbers weren't good and all this, but he was able to be on the court, which was a huge thing for as bad as he was yeah. at Stanford to be actually able to play I was in the playoffs. Skeptical of, of Zaire as well. I certainly liked him more than some people, but like I had him like in like the mid like like the mid teens, which was like lower than some people had him. Um, and like he seems to be on like a path to to outperform that. Um, and he has he has upped his hair game as well. Um, <laughs> so I. Like, like again, like those guys, like if they work out, they really work out because like the skill sets, I mean, again, like Zaire was like probably just like generally better than, than Pat at this point, but like, like those skill sets are really rare. Like the giant shooters who can do, who can do yeah. some stuff. Um, it's like, I am very interested in swinging on Pat Baldwin. Like he, he's a guy I don't want to let get too far. Like, No, I, I tend to agree. And you just have to know you're taking a little bit of a risk and that's okay. I mean, that's part of the calculus in, in this mid first round range um this is kind of there's a guy he's kind of in his own category for me and looking at the board because of the way he the way he plays and he's he's a pure combo like he's not even like shooting guard size necessarily but it's Ty Ty washington and i wonder what you make of him because um usually mocked like late lottery mid first um has the kentucky combo guard thing that seems to work every year for someone um it's probably a little bit overstated but still i mean it, it, it i mean it, it's, i mean it's pretty it's kind of true like, it's kind of true i mean going back to devin booker i mean i know, I know. he was a little bit bigger but devin like, booker tyler hero uh maxi etc I, I mean i went quickly too like who i'm oh yeah quickly is another I'm, guy I'm, that like happy about because he's doing well yeah i mean that's well. it's a long list uh, of course like you have the harrison twins too it doesn't always work but um all that said, like, do you like Ty Ty? And also, part two of that question is, do you think he works with Trey if the Hawks? I'm play? not a big Ty Ty guy generally, but like, having said that, I'd still like. I have him like probably like outside of the top thirty on my board, and yet like he's still like if we took him at sixteen, I'd be like whatever. Um, as we kind of mentioned earlier, with the kind of flatness flat. yeah. generally, um, I don't mind him as like an off guard with with someone like Trey because like he is like, like like I think the thing with him is like you're kind of hoping that he like translates like the very, very impressive mid range pull-up shooting into three point pull-up shooting. Um, like that is, that is the reason you draft Ty Ty to me. Like, I don't really care. Like, like, like he's a fine enough passer. Like he can make the salt, the simple pick and roll reads. You know, he's got finishing craft whenever he gets there. He's okay on defense. Like the reason you're drafting Ty Ty is cause you want, is cause you think he's going to become a monster pull-up shooter, um, which isn't so impossible. Yeah. But I think as a guy who could like, potentially like play off a trade because like one of the things with like Ty Ty is like he really can't get to the rim on his own but when he does he has like pretty solid finishing craft there as well so um like I think like he he makes sense as a guy playing off of someone like he is like a little small um and like not the greatest defender um like like he makes sense as like as like an off-guard role next to a, like a very like heavy usage star creator in, in basically any capacity. I think he'd be better next to like a bigger creator. Yeah. Um than than a smaller one. 
but like I don't think it can't work. And like it, it, again, another one where like if they picked him at sixteen, it's like yeah, like whatever. Like yeah, like, probably better, but like I I get it. No, I I think I like him more than you, but not like I don't know. I'm octave into the Hawks um, for for dime in my first one, and it was not you know it's the first one after the lottery, and we're all just kind of throwing darts at that point in time. He did measure at almost six four in shoes, which isn't like super small, but it's still not huge for someone you're mostly playing off the ball, uh, or at least um, alongside Trey. Six eight wingspans, decent enough. Like I think he's a better just to use the Kentucky comparison again. He's a better defender than Hero. Like he's better than that, but he's not going to be like great defensively. So like you're hoping that he's really good on offense and you can play him as kind of your third guard type. He's that, that's what he is for me. He's a third guard. Yes. And that's there's some value Agreed. in that. Um, Obviously, Hero is like an example of like a high-end third guard. For, I still think it's a third guard, to be honest, but he got a lot of attention this year. Um, anyway, I thought he's kind of – in terms of like the consensus top 20, 25 guys, he's kind of the only guy like him in this in this group that's like a, a true combo. Because yeah. most of the other guys, like you're even, – even Jaden Hardy is like two guard size. It's Johnny generally James. like also like a bad weak guard class and like a low field class as well. And like Ty Ty is someone who like checks both of those boxes as well. So he yeah. could be one team's value because like, I think he was, he was, he a lot of options there. He's a he's a very Travis Schlenk guy, honestly. Like I, I, he's dribble pass shoot. Like he's a, he's really skilled. Like I think that he is a Schlenk guy in a vacuum. I don't know if that means he's going to take him to, now, but I think he does sort of check the boxes that I know Travis likes in a prospect. He's not the greatest athlete, which Travis doesn't necessarily care about that much. You know, he drafted. Trey, he drafted Cam, guys that are not like even Hunter is not the greatest athlete in the world. Like, you know, Collins obviously was his first draft pick, but even that, that was a bigger, thicker, less explosive Collins than he is now. So, anyway, Kevin Herter, skill guy, more than an athlete. This yeah. is a very, he's a, I'm, saying, I'm just saying he's a very schlanky guy. Just yeah. Making that point now. We'll have more on the NBA draft in just a few seconds, but first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. We've been asking for a while, and Built has now delivered. Built Granola Bars are now here, and Built Granola Bars have three unbelievable flavors. They have chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate mary. If you want to try all three right now, you can mix box at Built.com right this second. And they're so different from Built Bars at Built Puffs because Built Granola Bars are loaded with granola. They have the perfect combination of chewiness and crunchiness, and just like bars and puffs, these, these bars have all kinds of protein, and they're covering 100% real chocolate. 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. Built granola bars will change your world, and they've cracked the code to a better granola. They're the perfect healthy snack. Take on the road and uh, maybe packing your lunch or eat as a snack anywhere you want to. And they're made with collagen protein, which your body can absorb more efficiently. That provides all kinds of health benefits. You've been waiting for a while for a perfect granola bar, and this is the absolute best option that is available to you right now. Head to Built.com at this very moment to get all the built, built granola bars that you want to. And again, the three delicious flavors are chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. Do not miss out on this offer. You've got to get yours absolutely right now today. Go to Built.com and get all the Built granola bars that you want to, as well as all the Built bars and Built puffs that you want, and use the promo code LOCK15 when you get there. One more time, that is promo code LOCK15, 50% off at Built.com. Kari Eason is a very popular uh, mock draft name, and also Hawks fans seem to have taken to him. He worked out for the Hawks. Uh, he checks the defensive boxes the Hawks want. Uh, do you like Tari Eason uh, at all? And uh, is, is he someone that would be intrigued, intriguing for you? Yeah, I, I enjoy Tari. Um, he's, 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 pretty, he's pretty impressive. Um, as like a defender, as you said, like I think like there's some maybe inflation by just like LSU just like dive for stocks all the time kind of L- LSU madness. Yeah, agreed. I, I agree. Like, with that. Like, like like he's huge, can really move. Like obviously has some instincts, and like 
I don't want to like get too worried about like the guys doing crazy shit in the zone because like that's how I underrated like Jaden McDaniels for example. Um, like I I think like the defense is gonna be really real. Um, he's on an impressive shooting curve. Like has really improved there at the end of the season. I'm still not like super buying the shot like that. Um, I'm I'm not sure about it, but like it certainly is impressive. I think it's like a slasher. There's real upside, even if like I'm I'm not convinced of the offense being like good early in his career. Um, like he can really, really get downhill. Like the handle is currently really bad, but I think like with the way he's strong and can be flexible and has flashes of like rare flashes of changing direction, like there's a possibility that it develops into something, you know, good enough for like a second side attacker. Um, so what attacking closeouts and, um, the mid post and, and stuff like that. Um, so I like Tari as like a guy who can contribute probably right away on defense and has some like reasonable offensive upside. Um, so yeah, I'm pro. Yeah. I, you know, he's a guy that it's a very logical Hawks pick just because of what they have said that they want defensively. Um, offensively, I, I, I think I might not be as high as some people are on him, but I think I, I always see it. Like it, it makes sense to me what he could be. Yeah. And he measured well, I think seven, two wingspan. Um, if they want to just, you know, as far as defensive impact, he would probably be the guy who in this range could help him the quickest defensively. Yeah. I mean, only. he is he is very large and moves very well. Like, yeah. dude, like, and like, he is all, like, he's also just like the meanest player in this draft. Not in terms of his personality. I'm, I'm sure he's a sweet guy. <laughs> just the way but he like, plays. Yeah. In terms of just like, like wanting to like, to, to like commit felonies every time he's <laughs> on, on the court. Like, 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 like he wants to like end up on sports center top 10. Yeah. He plays um, with some aggression. That's for sure. And like, it, it kind of fits the LSU. Like he is in like the Rocco per- like memorial Rocco precaution <laughs> precaution yes. memorial group of like guys who want to commit crimes when they're on the court. Like That's so funny, just like, like who who would just like like dunk on everyone, like try to dunk on everyone, try to block everything. Um, which I I generally think is probably a good thing if we're talking about like. I agree. I tend to think that's probably a good uh, a good trait to have, generally speaking. Um, all right, before I let you go, I have to get your thoughts on the top of the class. Of course, so, of course. Uh, I'll open it up to you. Uh, what is your uh, What is your crowning take at the top of the draft? Are you someone that has a, a firm number one in this group? Uh, is there somebody that you have higher than everybody else? Are you uh, Are you a Keegan Murray stan? I don't know where you are on any of this stuff right now, Ben. So, uh, um, what do you, what do you so- think at the top? I think Paolo and Chet are like the clear top two. Um, both of these guys are, are very good in their own way. Uh, Paolo is like a real Paolo is my number one guy. Um, I think it's close with Chet, like as like a real jumbo shot creator um, who can like really score, um, can really pass. Um, is a guy who's going to be able to shoot off the dribble for a guy of his size. Is like a very high level passer for someone of his role as well. Like I think it's often lost. Um, like someone who like is going to be fine enough on defense, I think. Yeah. Um, like that is just like everything like the NBA was looking for now. And like the mega creators and like, because of that, it's kind of weird to me that he's like getting no number one buzz basically. Um, like he's, it seems like Jabari and Chet are getting all of that. Yeah. It seems like at least practically, even the people that seem to have Paolo in that race kind of acknowledge that uh, in the league, it seems like it's not going to happen. Right. So right. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not super surprised. It's a little bit surprising though that he's that like almost no one is like talking about him at all at that. At that Everyone spot. always loves the Duke guys too. Like yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know. I know. I, I talked to Ricky O'Donnell recently on the on the show, and he had he has Paul number one. He's had Paul number one the whole time. 
and I, he yeah. was like, I feel like it's right. an outlier. And I'm like, well, it's not that outlier for like people like us. I just feel like there's nobody in the league that's doing that in terms of what Orlando did. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's a pretty common take like here on the internet. But, yeah. Um, uh, like, yeah, it, it seems like that's the league is not trying that way, which good for, you know, the Rockets down or whoever's going to be able to land on that guy. Yeah. Um, I think Chet is fantastic as well. Just like real, like all defense, like clear all defense upside with like impressive complementary offense too, with the shooting and the finishing. And maybe he develops into like a really awesome shooter because like I, th- I certainly think he's on an impressive trajectory there. Yeah. Um, this, don't 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 listen to the people who are like he's skinny. I, I don't really think we need to. I mean, he he, he is he is skinny, Ben. To be fair, sure. Yes, but like <laughs> the, <laughs> the 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 fear. Don't worry about it. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a little bit simplistic. I know uh, our uh, always my, my friend Brian Schroeder is always he has always has these great like uh, you know so and so does this this and this and nobody else does that kind of stuff. And Chet has like so many of those things from this year of like guys who have never done what he's done statistically, like or it's like Chet and Zion or like the two guys that have done yeah, this. Like, yeah, that's no. a pretty good he place was to be. Extremely generally. dominant, um, and like has like obvious like like really impressive high end skills. Like the rim protection is so is probably pretty special. Like the the finishing is incredible. The some of the shot making flashes are awesome. Like he, like it's it's like it's very obvious to me. Like Chet and like. Like there's just no nuance surrounding his like his game ever. Like there there are like parts of his game where like the the frame and the strength like are gonna gonna hanker him. Like when he's able to like when his handle's getting pressure and then he's like getting pushed by you know thicker defenders and when he's like navigating like screens and seals down low. Like that's when those things are gonna matter. Not when he's like guarding Joel Embiid because like everyone gets gets destroyed by Joel Embiid. Um, so very solid. Uh, number you know number one pick contender I think makes sense to me. Um, our our mutual friend Andrew Kelly is very pro uh, Jaden Ivy trade up for the Hawks. He's been I, yeah. about every every chance he gets. Uh, what do you think of that idea? Just generally? I I've talked about this a little bit. Uh, I think that would be very very awesome. I'm I'm totally with 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 our good friend our hi good Andrew friend AK. Uh, hi hi Andy. How's it going? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like. Like you, it's hard to think of like a better like off tray attacker than than Jaden Ivy, like like unbelievable like S tier athleticism, um with like real shooting ability off the catch and like developing skill in the intermediate and such, um like he is someone who like you show him a tilt the defense and he is going to eat and like Trey Trey is going to make him a very like wealthy and and you know a, a, like a guy who scores a lot, um. Yeah, like I could see him being like a very potent scorer, like his rookie year, if you know somehow that were to happen. Um, like the the off scoring is incredible. I think long term, like the big issues with Ivy offensively are just like his like lack of pick and roll pacing and intermediate scoring craft and such. And I think those are things you can kind of rep out. And like he also like is going to get the chance to like run his own offense when Trey is off the floor because like. I feel like we've been talking about also this for like four years as well. Looking yeah. for a guy who can do this consistently. Um, I think Ivy is someone you hope can get there long-term, at least enough to, you know, man the fort while, while Trey is off. Cause like, it's not like he can't score against the set defense. Like he is so bursty. He can blow right by guys most of the time and can, you know, do some stuff and pick and roll as well. Um, and I think defensively like has impressive tools and currently is pretty raw in terms of his screen navigation and how he moves his feet and his awareness. But like, 
like, like he's really young. Um, he's, I think he's like, I'm pretty sure he's young for his class as well as by being a sophomore. Yeah. Um, he's still, I think, um, maybe 20, if not, I think yeah. he might still be 19. One of those, one yeah. of those, I'll look um, right now. but yeah, he, he just turned 20 in February. So he's pretty, young. yeah, exactly. So, so, so he's still relatively, relatively young. Um, like, so I, I think the defense is going to be fine enough. Um, I mean, I have him as like, like clear number three prospect in the class. Like, and like another guy, like if you were to like have him number one, I don't think it's crazy. Like I, I, I wouldn't do it, but like I, I get it. Yeah, um, that's, that's exactly where I am with Jaden. I, I, I don't think he should be in that conversation, but I also understand. I really do. In terms of where the league is, in terms of what he his upside could be, I do understand why people have him uh, one, two, something like that. Uh, I'm not quite there, but I, I, do, I do understand it for sure. Um, you know. Doing the math, that means you have Jabari probably you have Jabari four, or do you have Jabari even lower than that? Are you are you on Jabari? Low. I'm I'm pretty low on Jabari, um, just just in general. Um, I have him like five or six, but like it's like in a tier with like three to like six or something. So like I think at like three he'd be fine. Um, I think of him as like a defense first prospect, which is kind of like crazy if you you know only know the mainstream. Like he is a very special mover at, at that size. Um, and like the the off ball defense isn't great, but like the way he he's able to move his feet and flip his hips and chase guys at six ten is pretty remarkable. I think there's like real wing stopper equity there because I also think he's a guy who can add a lot of strength too. Offensively, like outside of the shot making, I'm just generally concerned about what he brings. Um, the passing is very rough. The finishing is rough. The decision making overall is rough. He he cannot dribble at all. Um, creating easy shots against college defenders was a major struggle for him. And obviously it didn't matter like a lot of the time because you can just shoot over everyone. Um, but like you, you think like at the NBA level, like the defenders get bigger and stronger and longer and smarter. Um, and the inability to create advantages like hurts more. Like I, I still think Jabari is going to be able to get a shot off fine in the league. Like he is like a monster shot making prospect. And like, I think the upside is like a shot making defender is, is really interesting. But, like, when I'm picking in the top five, like, I think the upside of Ivy is a potential, like, really impressive secondary, you know, primary score, secondary decision maker, creator is more intriguing. I think I think the upside of A.J. Griffin, honestly, is a little more intriguing as well as someone who I think, like, has a lot more downside than Jabari, certainly, but I think could can be a very impressive, like, creator, you know, mega creator, uh, mega shooter. Like, um, I, I think A.J. is probably a little better of a shooter than Jabari long term just because i think he does more off the dribble and off the ball and like certainly is better at all of the other skills as well so th- those are kind of my top guys um oh oh i, I also think duran duran jalen duran should be mentioned in that group i was going to ask you if there was a guy yeah. that you want to throw in that in that group and it's, i guess since jalen duran duran like i think is super undervalued like he's not the same as these other I mean, besides being like like one of the youngest players in the draft is like a different tier of athlete from everyone like he is an unbelievable, unbelievable vertical athlete. Like, yes, he's he's small, and I think that's going to preclude him more in offense. But like, like he is so quick off the floor, so long, so explosive, moves so well. Um, like his hips aren't amazing, but like he could really move his feet. Um, like a guy who's going to be an awesome, awesome rim protector in the league, which is you know what you need. Um, and then offensively, like again, like going to be an amazing lob finisher. Um, and I think it's improved a lot as a decision maker and like a simple passer. And when you have a guy who could be that good as a vertical spacing threat, um, like the simple passing is kind of like all, all I think you're really going to need from him. 
Um, so I'm a huge Dern guy. I think he should go in like the top six or seven. And it seems like like, like mid late lotto is his range, which is kind of wild to me. Yeah, um, I, I like him a lot. I, obviously, you know, Hawks wise, it's like he's just off the board. So I don't even think yeah, about that much. Like, yeah, uh, like he's hard really getting him. And even if they do, it's probably like not the guy you take. But yeah, uh, you know, if Duran and Mark Williams are like the two guys I just will never talk about on the podcast because they, you know, the Hawks just have no reason to go get either one of them. Yeah, uh, but exactly. I, I like them both. Uh, Duran, Duran's a better prospect for sure. Right. But it's like, uh, I think like Duran, like, like I, I think like the, the, the comps are kind of unfair because like, like Durant, like they're just like different players. Like Mark is like more technical in his, you know, in his in his defensive stuff and his drop work. Um, he's obviously larger, you know, extremely huge based on his combine measurements. Which like he didn't really strike me as that enormous on tape. Um, but like he, you know, the combine measurements are, are certainly impressive. Sure. Um, like is is like a more polished scorer on offense. But like he is like a far inferior inferior athlete to Duran. Um, I think is on a worse passing trajectory. Um, is not going to be as impressive as a finisher, and is and is older, like so. Yeah. I, I definitely, don't, I, don't, I think Duran like is is under. It, it, I think it's more Duran being underrated than Williams being overrated. Honestly, um, you know, I, I I tend to agree with that generally. And uh, just as a point, uh, Duran is going to be the very rare player now in the uh, in the one and on era that's going to be eighteen when he debuts. Like he'll be eighteen playing in the NBA in October. Like he was yeah. nineteen until November, which is. That doesn't happen. I mean, it's, it's a young. small thing, but he's really, really young. Yeah, like there aren't, there just aren't a lot of guys. Like I think, like, like Josh Primo was like that last year, and I, you know, that was very different. And like Poku was like that. Yeah. Um, but if you're 18 and you're doing what he even, you know, also worth noting, uh, Memphis uh, situation wise was not great. Oh yeah, he has like, <laughs> n- like he has no guards. It was, um, it was, it was tough to watch at times. Duran is like, like never played with like real guards. Like, like he missed Cade by a year. <laughs> Um, at, at Montford, like his AAU team was all bigs. Um, like he played with Derek Lively. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And then, like at Memphis, like all all of the guards like don't really pass. Like no. and like like not like n- none of his teammates are really, are real passers. So like no, he was not working like in optimal conditions at all. Um, and like no one really is in college. Um, but I think it's important to consider. No, it was it was definitely worse than usual. Context. Yeah, like that. He like like his limitations were really like were like kind of exposed, and his strengths were kind of muted. Um, and obviously, like it, whatever NBA team is invested in him is going to have vested interest in in making sure that isn't the case anymore. Makes sense to me. Um, to end, uh, I always ask this, so you probably won't be surprised. Uh, and you've probably mentioned. A, a guy or two on this, but like, do you have, do you have your guys in this draft? You mentioned a couple of them earlier, I think, but is there anybody you have that we haven't talked about that you want to mention as like one of your guys that you are higher on that you kind of have staked, have staked your, uh, your claim on uh, this class, or is it one where you haven't found those guys yet? I feel like I don't really like have guys in this class. Like maybe it's like a reflection of how I feel about the class. Um, It's like, I will like, like go to war for Gary and Sebron, but like, Oh yeah, there's one. Paolo, there, I guess. There's a guy for you. And like Paolo, I guess, is one of my guys. But like I feel like I don't really have like guys like I have in the past. Like there's no one like Giddy or even Springer who like I'm attached to like that in this class. I definitely think like Duran is one of my guys as someone who I just feel is like really undervalued. Um who else do I think is undervalued? I, I think Kennedy Chandler is probably undervalued at this point. Yep. Um, I like him too. I don't know if you like I could call him one of my guys. Like I really enjoy him. Um, but like he he is so good. Like he plays hard too. 
it's, like it's hard with his size. Like it, it's it's just always is going to be like as like an off ball. Like he is like like that guy is a monster off ball mover. Like like how do you stop him? Like when he's cutting, when he is you know juking guys out to get dribble handoff threes. Like I mean, and, and he and he's small, but he's not like he's not that small. I mean, he's small, but I think he measured almost six one in shoes. That's not like comical. It's not like ridiculously small. He's got yeah. He's, Six it's, five wingspan is like okay yeah, enough. Like, yeah, like, he, like, he's not a tiny, tiny, tiny guy. He's just yeah. he is small, but it's yeah. not like players of his size have never made it before. Yeah, um, it's not like he's five nine. Uh, yeah, which is if you just let's like people talk about him. It's like you, like you, you think he was like Nate Robinson. He's, he's, not, <laughs> he's not that small. He's, he's, like he's, you just have to be very, very good to make it. And like, yeah, it's always so hard for guys that size. I mean, so he like, might be it, a backup, and that's okay. Yeah. But like he's gonna go late in the first. That's where you. That's right. where you go. If you I would definitely take him earlier because like the burst is unbelievably special. The shooting is impressive. Like the pick and roll stuff is great. Um, like, like again, it's like, like, like so many of these small guys are like actually good defenders who just like are have the the very crippling issue of being of being very small. Like he has like the, the Trey Waters defense issue, um, <laughs> where it's like the, where it's like all of these like very like smart try hard defenders like are cursed with with with, with these you know underwhelming you just, frames. Yeah, you just have no chance. But, oh, like, uh... I'm, I like Kennedy a lot. Yeah, I like him too. Um, I meant to ask you about this guy earlier, and I, I just remembered because looking, I'm looking at a list. Uh, do you have a Leonard Miller opinion? Because I, I do not, because I've only seen him play, I think, twice. He's probably the guy I've seen the least in the entire class. But uh, have you gotten to watch him, and what do you make of that? Because he seems to be a guy like I see people that have him at like ten. <laughs> it's like whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I have. Um, he's not my favorite guy. Again, like super, super young. Um, like very large and like the like the movement is 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 so impressive. Oh, like, I should say like actually who he is too. People, people, I mean, unless you're a diehard, you might not even know who Lord <laughs> Miller is. He's uh, you know, how do I, how do I describe him? Like he played prep Canadian, school, Canadian. Like, like he's, yeah, he's like Canadian prep school guy, like six ten point kind of type. Who's never um, played? I mean, you, if you are a even semi casual fan, you've never seen him play. You would have no ways. You have no way to see him play. I've been trying to watch more of him. I can't find ways to see him play. So it's like. It's it's hard. He's the, he's the uh, he's the, he's definitely the pure mystery guy in this. In yeah, this like he was all right at hoops. Like he he was like supposedly like pretty good at like hoop summit, like the practices and stuff. Because at least um, with Shaden Sharp, who's also this way, Shaden Sharp was like on the circuit, like he on the on the American AAU circuit. Like people have seen him play, not recently a lot because he was obviously hasn't played really in like a year and a half. But Leonard Miller did that in in Canada. <laughs> was was yeah. not on the circuit like yeah that, so. like. So like like he is like like he is such an unbelievable mover like he is like he ha- he is like Shea funky in his movement in ways like where he can like move his like torso like parallel to the ground like get below guys on his drives and like like wiggle around defenders when he's lacking in athleticism and handling you know tightness but um and like some of the feels impressive um like he he kind of plays like like good reckless like his like passing game is very chaotic good um. Where he's kind of just like, you know, throwing the ball and like hoping it sticks, and more more or less it just kind of sticks. Like I know it's like not a very like, uh, like it's just like the way I kind of feel about his passing. Like it doesn't seem like he's making calculated reads, and like the complex stuff is isn't always amazing, and he misses reads too. But like some of like the instincts plays are, are awesome. Um, there certainly is is something there as well. Like like again, like the jumbo dribble passer. It's like another one of these. Um, who's scoring is a big issue like has has pretty good touch but, like the shot is currently very far away um the leaping is is really rough so he's not gonna be able to finish i think 
Um, there's some in interesting intermediate scoring flashes, but like again, um, just flashes. He's not like so dissimilar from Usman Jang in a lot of ways. Like, like definitely like a very different player. Like, totally different defender. Like Leonard is. It, it was like Leonard is a very apathetic defender. Um, and like like it, which this did like not preclude well for him at the combine scrimmages where like he's obviously expected to play defense. Um, and like. Like, it, it's hard to, like, know with his... Like, his competition level is very rough. Like, it's probably, like, yeah. worse than someone like Pat Baldwin's. Um, oh, yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, and, like, he, like, was not really... Like, it didn't seem like he was asked to really defend. Like, like he was, like, their primary ball handler. Like, he dribbled the ball up every single time um, and wasn't really defending. Um, and, like, also, like, like kind of, like, similar stuff to Pat. Um, like, struggled to get... Like, really struggled to get advantages and get easy shots at times against this very rough competition. Um, so I'm not a huge Leonard, Leonard Miller fan. Like, I think he's an interesting, like, you know, I think he'd be interesting, like late first kind of flyer. Sure. Um, but like, they're like, the limitations are very intense and I don't think this strengths like is so theoretical at this point. Yeah. I'm like, like, he's the guy I like with like the age and like the, the movement and the size, but like, I don't know. Like, I just like maybe it's like my fault. Like, maybe I'm being too myopic about it, and it's like I'm no. Not I mean, sure he's obviously works, far. But... He's obviously far away too. And uh, to put a point on the um, competition thing, I just looked this up. Uh, he played at 40 reprep. Uh, 40 reprep plays in something called the Ontario Scholastic Basketball Association. Yeah, um, that, that's what we're looking you, at. That's what you're watching to try have to you, figure out Leonard Miller. Have you heard of that? Uh, I I have I candidly have not. Yeah, it probably um, it probably exists. I'm, I'm sure people know. I'm sure, uh, and I, I'm not that smart about this stuff. But it's not. Listen, he just kind of came out of nowhere. I hadn't heard much about him at all until like the last few months, and now he's just kind of here. And he'll he went to the combine, measured I think a seven two wingspan, and he's young and uh, just an interesting guy that I I will not claim any kind of uh, command on his. Yeah, stuff. it's like I'm not. Yeah, it's like I'm not really having like a very um like I don't have like, like I'm not gonna have a very strong take. Yeah, I actually like um, to watch guys. I mean, think about uh, think about us. I think I can speak for you too, Ben. I actually like to watch these guys. I know a lot of people don't like to watch basketball prospects when they're trying to trying to evaluate them, but I, I don't like talking about guys until I've actually watched. It's totally understandable. Like, uh, and that's the thing about honestly, people keep asking me about Shaden Sharp, and I, and I totally understand why. But I'm, I kind of have to shrug a little bit. Like I've seen I've seen him a few times, but I don't have a. I don't really have a grasp on Shaden Sharp. I have to go off people like people that I trust. I can ask them about them and I kind of, have, you know, I'll listen to people that I've seen him play more than I have, but he's a great example of a player where like, I am never going to be like pound the table. I don't, I don't know. Shaden Sharp might be the best player in the, in the class. I have no idea. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Like I'm Tools are great. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge Sharp guy. Um, generally like, yeah, and that's, and that's, that's fine. But like, yeah. <laughs> but like, weird. like, especially with, with Leonard, it's like, I, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, 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 I'm not going to stake the heart of a claim. Like, I'm be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan. But if he works out, like, you know, it wouldn't be crazy. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, which is probably always a good. Which is probably like generally good advice. Always like is to not be too attached to anyone and then the understanding of their flaws and strengths. Well, yeah, that's probably the way to approach <laughs> it. And also, you know, root for guys to succeed. We want them all to succeed. Uh, not, it's not. It's never going to happen. But it's just one of those things. Um, I don't know, Ben. Is there anybody we haven't talked about that you want to get get off your chest? If not, we can uh, we can sign off. You give me a lot of time. Nothing. I, I think we covered like the whole draft as we kind of always do. <laughs> we could uh, we we could spend five minutes on my guy Dale and Terry, who I who I greatly enjoy, but we don't have, we don't have to do that. I, do, I like Dale and Terry. Yeah. I don't. He's my non lottery uh, 
I don't really have a strong take on on Dalen Terry, to be honest. So. He's probably my favorite uh, in terms of like where I am versus consensus guy outside the lottery. I like him quite a bit. He's uh, he's high on my list. Um, I'm trying to look at my notes to see if we missed anybody. I think we're probably good. Um, other, other than I'm gonna I'm gonna headline this podcast with Ben Pfeiffer delivers Jabari Smith slander just for, just for the SEO. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not gonna like, 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 I'm gonna get. So I, I mean, I don't know. Like, like, like I, <laughs> I, I, I know. Like, whenever he gets drafted, I'm gonna be branded as like the Jabari Smith hater because I'm gonna tweet something inflammatory. Like, this was not a good decision, and people and his fans of his team are gonna be like, "Oh, you just you, you want the guy to fail in life." And I'm like, "No, like, I really don't." Like, same thing with like Jalen Green. It's like I, I really like the guy. Um, I wish him the best. I just don't think his front office made the most prudent decision. I, I hope he has a fantastic career. Like, yeah, and there you go. And that's the thing. Like, I, I not to go on the rabbit hole too much, but you know, most people that are reasonable, and not you, you are certainly in that category. We're not rooting for these guys to be to fail if we don't like them as prospects that much. Like, that, I hope they succeed. There are guys in this in this draft I am definitely lower on than some people are, and I'm like, I'm, I have to say that. Just because I'm being honest, but it doesn't mean I'm right. You can't be high on everyone. Like, I'm, not, I'm not hating on whoever that guy is. Like uh, I'm sure I'll be accused of hating. The word hating bothers me as well, just in general. Um, right, it's like, so oh, you're hating on this it. guy. It's like, no, no, I actually don't have a personal a personal feeling on Player X. <laughs> uh, I just uh, don't yeah. love them as prospects. So. It's like almost all of my personal feelings about players, regardless of how I feel about them as prospects, are very positive because I think a lot of players yeah. are cool and fun and energetic. And, and like, like the only way I'm gonna have a bad feeling about someone is if like they're like a demonstrably bad person, right? If they have like really like actual bad stuff behind the scenes, and that I might have heard about, that might that, that might change things. But most guys, 99 percent of those yeah. guys, that doesn't happen. Most so. guys aren't. Most fortunately in our league, like most guys don't seem to be like that. So does not seem that way. Anyway, well, Ben, thank you for all the time. As always, uh, please plug whatever you have, would like to plug. I know you're always uh, doing stuff. You're always around writing things and talking about things. But where can people find your stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really doing as many things, you know, this time around. But like, you know, just hire Ben. Me. I saw your tweet recently. Hire Ben. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Like, like, like for like the people listening to this podcast, I'm like not really trying to get back into writing. I just like want to go to grad school and need some money. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, because that's unfortunately a thing. Um, but yes. yeah, I mean, like, like every once in a while, I'll, I'll post YouTube videos over on my YouTube channel, which is just my name um they're just kind of rambly but i think they're fun um yeah i mean if i do anything it'll be on my twitter so just just go and follow that i guess follow uh follow ben if you're watching on youtube you can see it on the screen if not you can look in the description or it's at bjpf underscore i believe is the current i like uh, the youtube ones i don't know it's kind of fun like it's kind of cool i don't know yeah Listen, uh, it's a requirement for me to do YouTube podcasts now. <laughs> so here we are on screen. Uh, no, really sincere thanks, man. I appreciate you getting up early for me on the West Coast to do this podcast as well. Oh, I, I do appreciate that as well. Can't think of a much better way to start my day. There you awesome. go. Start your uh, start your your weekend or whatever you're whatever you're yeah, doing. Like, like like so many good sound bites for like the for like a promo. It's like can't think of a better way to start day. It's like Ben hates Jabari Smith. It's like. <laughs> Uh, people would do that. I would not do that to you ever. So just so you know, just to be clear. Um, all right. As for everybody else, please subscribe to the podcast. Once again, check out Ben's work and we'll see you next time.